But do you have questions or comments about anything I've said, even if it's a disagreement? Because I've been wrong before. I'm not afraid to listen to a contrary opinion. Yes. I have a, I, there you I have go. a question. Yes. <laughs> um, I heard that, like, when the Catholic Church still, like, controlled the Bible and were the only ones that read it, that they uh, had all these books and they determined whether um, ah, gotcha. they, they got rid of some because mm-hmm. they didn't either they didn't think they fit with history um, of other books or they didn't approve of them. Right. So is it possible that we don't have the whole Bible? No, and I'll tell you why. But that's an excellent question, by the way. Don't, don't take that when I say no sharply. It's an excellent question. Evidence is, is very important to me as a science guy. So let's check it out. The Bible was solidified a long time before we had a Catholic church. Uh, what happened was, very simply, they traded books among themselves. And some of the books they traded, we don't have in our Bible. That's true. But we didn't hide them. In fact, a lot of them only exist in letters Christians wrote to each other, quoting long passages saying, look how ridiculous this is. There were a lot of books that were written by people that claimed they were Paul and Peter and such as well. And those have to be kicked out. So how did we get the books we got? The books we got were uh, really finalized about the year 300. And yes, a group of, of churches got together. They didn't just in one place, a lot of people think it is. They met in several places over a period of a few decades because the Romans were persecuting them. They were killing you for having scripture. So you didn't want to die for a book that wasn't scripture. That was really it. They had to ask, all right, what's scripture? And they had certain criteria. Uh, Does it work with all the other books? Does it elevate you spiritually? And is it true? Is it, can we tell it's true? Is it teaching us something which is untrue? And they went through the whole thing. There were some books that almost made it, like the Shepherd of Hermas, and there was a Gospel according to Peter. There were a few that almost made it. And there were several that did make it that almost didn't. The book of Revelation just got in by a whisker. Same with Second Peter. Um, there are several like this. The Old Testament, not so much, because they had the Septuagint and the like. They already had that gathered. And they didn't take all the books from the Septuagint either. Um, but the books, uh, the, the, the theory goes this way. I've heard it often on college campuses, that the Catholic Church got rid of all the books that said, now when the women become priests, it didn't have to. In the Bible, we already have Priscilla teaching. We have Paul talking about when the women prophesy and pray, and he's talking about a public assembly. We already have him calling Junia first among the apostles. It's a female name. He calls her an apostle. That's pretty interesting. We have a lot of things like that. We don't need that. Catholic doctrine grew up in the main, separate and apart from the, from the Bible. They weren't that interested in maneuvering the Bible. Plus, and here's another important bet, every year we find scriptures, books, portions that are much older than the Catholic Church. But the books that didn't make the cut are generally speaking kind of rare and kind of weird. If you want to read them, go for it. I'm, I've got several copies in my, fa- in my um, 
library of the, the, uh, the pseudo-epigrapha, the, the false writings, like the Gospel of Thomas. You can go get that one if you want to. It's a Gnostic kind of New Agey soundy thing. doesn't really help much. You can read the Gospel of Mary, which Mary didn't write. Um, has Jesus doing weird things like killing a neighborhood kid that mistreated him? That doesn't sound like Jesus. Uh, you can read Ecclesiasticus, which sounds so close. <laughs> but you'll read things in there that'll say, out of woman comes all trouble in the world, and there was no trouble before woman came. Doesn't sound like Jesus. And so the books that didn't make it, once you read them, you go, oh, got it. I understand why. So I hope that helps some. But you can, please, um, on Facebook or email or whatever, if you would like to write me, I can even send you websites where I've written about this and, and some other people have written better than I have. Um, where's your address at Colorado Springs? Uh, Colorado Springs is very simple. Patrick at eastsidechurch.us. What a weird ending. It's .us. Especially since it should be UK, I would think. But anyway, US. Yes, was there a hand up over here as well? I was actually just going to ask. I was just going to ask if you had a uh, book that you recommend that's sourced well, but since you gave us the, the links, then I'll probably see what you have there. Sure. Um, one of the old classics is F.F. F. Bruce's, the New Testament documents, Are They Reliable? F.F. F. Bruce, good Scotsman. have to throw him in. Bruce. Uh, although he probably never said Bruce because he probably never went to the pubs. Anyway, um, if he had gone, like C.S. Lewis did, he would have been more popular. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but I love it. C.S. Lewis story. got to tell you real quick. He's walking along by Tolkien. They were friends, right? A beggar comes up and asks him for money. And C.S. Lewis just reaches in his wallet uh, in pocket and finds a few pounds. Uh, not a few pounds. pound and a few shillings. Hands it over to the guy. Tolkien was furious. He said all he's going to do is spend it on, on tobacco and, and, and drink. Lewis thought for a while and he goes, well, that's what I was planning to spend it on. So <laughs> you got to love him. Anyway, that's one. Um, but there are several others. If you write me, I'll, uh, I've got list I can send you. Other questions you've got? Yes, way in the back there. That's right. This is called working out to Wes. Yeah. Uh, when you speak to people about this topic, uh, as you say, going to different various churches from various thoughts about various things, because we love variety, at least we think we do, how do you deal with the thought that we shouldn't treat the Declaration and Address as a creed? Mm -hmm. Because the answer is, oh, no, no, Church of Christ founded AD 33. You know, we, yeah. we go way back to that. Uh, how do you address that? Yes. All right. The, um, if you want to take this statement literally, the Church of Christ was established whenever Jesus said it was. Um, and because the Church of Christ means all believers. I said, now, if you mean the franchise, the franchise started in the 1800s. And by the way, one of the things I tell people, I said, if you want to be a franchise church, offering Church of Christ franchise goods and services to Church of Christ members, that's all you're ever going to be. You're never going to grow. I'm not a franchise operator. I was raised with a myth. And the myth was, all throughout history, there were people meeting that did just like us. 
No. No, there isn't. That was, I think, a vain attempt at finding some apostolic succession for us. There's a whole lot of Catholicism in Church of Christ doctrine. There are sacraments like marriage. So when you're divorced, you're not really divorced. Whoa. Really? Then how did Bathsheba ever become David's wife? You know, how'd this work? And how did, how did all this, you know, why, didn't, why don't we find in the New Testament them splitting up people all the time? Uh, come on, people. We've got to back off from this. I do get people that will say, but, you know, you're trying to destroy our church. And I go to the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus sits down and looks at people who for a thousand years, there was only one way to approach God. You didn't do it right. You might get Nad Nadab and Abihud. Right? <laughs> and what does he say to them? He says, you have heard it said, and he quotes from their scripture, and then he says, but I say to you. I said, people, there's a revolution going on. You guys shot us because we tried to put a 2% tax on tea. <laughs> How much tax you paying now? <laughs> Right? Oh, I love it when people say, oh, I wish we had your accent. I'm saying, if you hadn't shot us, you would. <laughs> what happened was, you forgot why you had your revolution. To the point where now, the top commentator on CNN is saying, we ought to just rewrite the Constitution. We could do it on Facebook. He literally said, really? You forgot why you had it? We forgot why we stepped away from all those other churches. Not so that we could be another flavor, but so that we could turn right back to them and say, welcome, all of you, welcome. Let's hold hands and work together. And that's what I teach them is real history, not the myth. Any other questions? Um, I was, your sermon series on identity really inspired me as of late, um, talking about this, and I was reading, researching about the Church of Christ, because I come from a denominational background, and we work all for one now, and, you know, I work for a franchise church, you know, and I've been kind of taught that way, but I, I read an interesting quote by, uh, Thomas Campbell, I believe, um, where he said, um, and I'm going to try and get this right but um i want to see what you think that means because i don't speak old english language or gay and i'm from yeah. west virginia so the words are big yeah but he says um you know and he says in essentials um unity in non-essentials liberty and in all things charity yes what do you think that means and how do we apply that to our church today maybe you're talking about that tomorrow i don't know but i just wanted to ask no no uh that it's absolutely appropriate today he actually didn't come up with that. That had been floating around for a few hundred years in different forms. Um, in fact, there's a guy that got his PhD trying to trace it. And I, I watched him in some of his studies and, and like is very fun to watch. What he's saying is the things that are essential, we are united. Well, what is essential? That's our problem, is that a lot of people keep adding essential stuff in. What's essential is what Paul said was all the gospel is. He said all it is. Jesus, Son of God, 
came down, died for us, resurrected on the third day. He said, that's what I know. That's essential. And everything else, liberty. You know, if you want to um, use alcoholic wine in your communion, great, you'll have to leave this county. But yes, great. It's dry county, if you didn't know. If you're wondering what the big, vast, empty places are in the convenience store, it's dry county. The, uh, if, you, if you disagree with me on the way I'm handling these two gay ladies, by the way, we've never baptized them. We've tried. But they keep bringing visitors, and we baptize them. So I'm not going to run them off. I'm going to love them. You know? But we're, that's fine. You can even say, you know something, I've been to Rochester Church, and the music just doesn't really fill me. And you know what I'm going to tell you to do? Well, let's find some others like you, and let's get you started somewhere. Because my job's not to make more numbers here. My job is to tell people about Jesus and get them involved in Jesus. Amen. The elders where I'm going, they'll say, what do you think will have a pattern of growth? I said, not at first. I said, at first. I said, there are going to be some sheep stealing at first, yes. Some other church people are going to come look. But then we're going to drive some people out. But here's the thing about doors. They swing two ways. Once we clean out, we can start again. And the ones that will go out, will go find churches that they like, which is fine. By the way, at Rochester Church, we meet with those people and bless them before they leave. And we tell them, that's fine. We understand. We're not everybody's flavor of the month. That's what we're saying. In essentials, we are united. In everything else, we have liberty. But no matter what you do, you better do it in love, charity. That's it. Still got 15 minutes. If anybody else has any more questions. He's added on time, hasn't he? Oh, wait. What's that? What time it's is it on the schedule? Oh, just kidding. Because overtime's expensive, Wes. <laughs> Thank you, people. God bless. We'll see you.